Media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, so Sunday morning is where we are. Of course, when we talk media, marketing, branding, advertising for the next uh, two hours, uh, always, you know, you can connect with me, 0891104207. My name is Ashraf Garner. Glad that you're part of the show. Uh, regular listeners, first time is all absolutely welcome. You know that. Other ways to connect, of course, SMS 34701 is going to cost you two rands. And you can also tweet to me at Ashraf Garner and also comment on my Facebook page. And do the same at SFM Radio, Facebook as well as Twitter. And I can tell you now, as per usual, uh, so the expectations are high, then that's naturally the right way to do it because we're going to deliver on lots of things. We'll talk Talk about, um, uh, well, managing the reputation of who else but you know who. Well, we'll talk about him through Vuma Reputation Management in a second. What about YouTube and how does YouTube deliver to marketers? Uh, so we'll talk about that too. And then Island Davenport winning the Vodacom counter after, well, they took it away from an agency that had it for 19 years. I think Draft FCB will talk about that. Marcus Brewster, by the way, uh, they dropped the PR, I remember before. Now they're getting to reputation management, I should tell you that. Uh, also, what they're doing is they've actually got a TV advert. So why would a so-called PR communications company actually have a TV advertising campaign? We'll find out with Marcus Brewster himself in a few, uh, just before 10 o'clock. And then Sunday Times has got a new editor, Felicia Uppel. We'll talk to her as well. We also chat to Penny DeVilliers. We'll talk about how you can use social media to build your personal brand. Is that something that you feel is a whole lot of nonsense? Well, think again when we talk to her. And probably the same when we chat to Janine Hills as well, I'm sure. Then the, uh, we spoke about this before, just some surveys from the... Uh, Advertising at airports, just exactly what really works and what doesn't work. And then finally, Larry Kumalo from Onico is the ad expert, so he'll pick out four or five adverts. In fact, I think all sort of uh, consumer-driven adverts and, and give, give us his take on all of that. So all of that coming up later on. Lots to talk about. Let's, however, start with the, certainly, I think up to now, the, probably the biggest story of the year for South Africa, which is the whole issue around uh, two names, in particular Oscar Pistorius and uh, Riva Stienkamp. Now, without getting into the merits of the case, that's been done and discussed and will be discussed as well later on or in the future. For now, what about how, how does one manage then a person like Oscar Pistorius when he has issues around him, there's a possible conviction for murder. How do you manage him? What do you do? What don't you do? When you have people like us who wants to either interview him or his family or get hold of the Sienkamps or get hold of somebody who knows him so we can find out more about exactly who he really is. Who does that? So, Janine Hills is with us. He's the CEO of uh, Vuma Reputation Management. Janine, good of you to come here. Hi. Always a pleasure. Thanks very much, Ashraf. Right. So, so, first of all, you were asked to take the job. Yes, we were. When you say yes, when you say no, <laughs> it's a good question. It, it, look, we were phoned on. on in fact, it, it was quite a weird situation when we started. We saw the sad situation that happened on the morning of the of the fourteenth. Mm, I think mm. all of us wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day, and we were really hit. I think all of us. It was a Valentine's Day for all of us with a, with with a difference, and and there was a sense of someone had lost their life on the morning of the fourteenth. Mm, mm, mm. um, and then we received the call um, on the morning of the eighteenth. Um, to say, would you guys possibly consider? And it was uh, one of the family members. Um, and we listened to this, and we then were asked an hour later to please send in a written proposal. We had 30 mm. minutes to do that, and we did that very quickly. Well, what was your instinctive respo- response? I'm talking about quick phone call, just like, okay, business, oh my God. We need to understand more. You know, mm. I sit from a point of no judgment, Joshua, and I think you also know mm. me as well. Is 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 you you listen to that? You know how big this is, but we mm. don't really know how big this mm. is. It's mm. it's a shock to all of us. We're all still in shock. We're all following the media, and you've got to make a business decision right there. But that didn't. 
I didn't make a business decision right at the moment. I went with the flow. Mm. And then within an hour, they said, can you get to our house? It's about half past seven on the Monday night. And we sat with the family. And really, we, with the whole family, it was a family of 12 people mm. we sat mm. with. And, and what they needed to really understand, they looked at us. They watched us. I took the four of us in the team. And could we, could we trust each other? Was mm. At this mm. stage is, is, is one of the most important. What we said, would we represent them effectively and honestly? Um, did we like them? Um, would we be able to do the job? Um, no one understood the sheer volume at that stage. Mm-hmm. It took us an hour and a half to negotiate. And, and the, did we like them? Who, 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 did that matter to who? To them or to you? Well, it's always important for both parties. You have to have trust. You have to have honesty. You have to be, you have to be able to ask the difficult questions. And remember, in this instance, you're dealing with some very tough instances. Mm-hmm. We're not the lawyers. So we have to get to the bottom of we can't lie to the media. So we've got to get the issues out factually correctly and the turnaround times have got to be and they have to agree to that with us mm-hmm, and they mm-hmm. undoubtedly agreed to us and they understood the process that we'd go through and they bought into it and that's that was so important that they they understood the sheer pressure that was going to come their way and at nine o'clock we agreed on a deal pricing costing and how many hours and all that type of thing was going to be involved they estimated between six and eight hours per person yeah a yeah. shop that was in, <laughs> 18 hours seven days a week it oh hasn't stopped it hasn't stopped, it yeah, hasn't stopped. Yeah, yeah. and we worked right through the night put a strategy together and at five o'clock we went we were ready to go to the courtroom and Lunas Johnson stepped into the courtroom with the family at night at seven o'clock that morning. So the the decision then to go for a, a reputation management company, in this case Vuma, right? Could be could have been anybody else, right? Who, who made the decision? I mean, from the Pastorius family side, why did they make the decision? Well, apparently they had three other companies interviewed before us. Mm. That's all we know. Um, we don't know who they were. Um, it was uh, Stuart Higgins, who is the person mm. from the UK, mm. spoke to us, and he said, apparently, you know, listen, it's a chemistry meeting to see if the trust can be done. So apparently there were three companies before us. Um, we then signed the deal that night, and we carried through. But it's ironic. I'm just trying to think how bizarre this may be. Yeah. Here you have a family member who's, uh, who's standing trial, potentially for murder, yeah. and, and there's almost a pitching process taking place. You know, it, it, it's just a story to think about, a side issue. No, I you hear know. you. And, but but they, needed to, they needed to have people around them that, I mean, this is a family. If, I think there's such a big difference between a corporate and a family. Hmm. This is a family in crisis that, first of all, they're broken. There's no rational thinking at that stage. There's no... Um, business processing that's coming into place. It's, do I like you? Can I trust you? Do you hear what we've got to get across? Mm. Do you, what, what, how are you going to help us? We don't know what this is all about. Please help us through this. Very mm. First mm. of all, we're in mourning. We're in shock. We knew Reva that she was close to us. How are you going to help us through this situation? This is not about a PR campaign. This is about also strengthening the family through their mm. processes mm. Mm. and giving them the guidance of, of how, they to deal, how they deal with the emotions in a, thrust into an international arena within 24 hours. Right, but someone may say, I mean, your company is called Vuma Reputation Management, yes, so yes. you manage a reputation, yes. which to, in, in layman's terms, it means make the person come across as looking pretty good. No, not at all. Um, my understanding, Ashraf, and that's what mm. I've been doing for the last eight years, is really being on my own little hobby horse and on, on really driving the message of what reputation management actually entails. And, it, and it's a lot more than the PR and the media side. That is one aspect of what reputation management does. Ashraf, it really gets into risk management. It looks at the stakeholder management. It looks at the impact of what is going to happen on this country, what is going to happen on, on government, all the implications around that. I mean, there's a lot of side issues around this particular case at hand, and you can see that in the media. So you have to be able to deal with issues management. You have to have a very un- good understanding of business and the understanding of the respect for the various stakeholders. Mm-hmm. So it's business sustainability at its best. So, so is, is, is building up the Oscar Pistorius brand, that means to sort of uh, 
try and, and get media to talk about just, just what a good guy is. Is no. that that's not part of no, the plan? Which I haven't seen, I have to tell you yeah, that. Not yeah. in this instance, you know. Was it, was it ever no, advised never, or asked never. of you? I would never ask to do that, and I certainly would never have done that. This was not the time and place to do it. He already has an incredible brand. He's an incredible person uh, for what he's built up, but Ashraf, our job wasn't like that. We had to really make sure that every message that came across and every single interview that we did, between 300 and, 500, uh, 300 and 500 interviews a day, every single message was about the respect to this Dencom family and the loss of Reva. Reva is a person that we've lost and that was the message it had to get through was the sensitivity at the time. The, me- the, the family didn't want to go into the media and that's hence the request they made to us. Please will you represent us as spokespeople? Mm. Which is, is, that, is that the right? Cause I think there's been a change there now, right? But, but yes. let's just go back. Yeah. Step. Is that the right thing to do where a family member, as opposed to the Stian Cup, I think there's Mike Stian Cup, the, the uncle who yes. became that family spokesperson, yes. and then her brother Adam later on. Was that the right approach from their side first to say, we don't want to be speaking to the media, we want you to represent us? Whereas you could represent them, but still get one of them to speak to the media. Look, first choice was for us to be able to guide and to mentor people and, to, and mm. for, for the family to have been spoken. They were too broken. There was no way, Ashraf, that this family could be spokespeople. We actually had the discussion. And the first thing, you know, Arnold Pastorius said to us, Janine, can you please be our spokespeople? And I said, we don't normally do that. Our mm. role is behind the scenes and advising from behind and forward. He, and he sat, he pulled me aside and he said, mm. Janine, I'm so sorry. I, I'm not, I cannot do this right at the moment. I need to bring my family together and strengthen my family. Please, will you do this? I know the barrage of media that's going to come across. And I caught this because the team, in fact, we broke the meeting and said, hold a minute, please, team, are you prepared to do it? I couldn't just agree to that for my team. Okay. Pulled the so team you went across, back there to them, yeah. And we, in the same house. So how, how did you feel at the time that, you see, suddenly from, from advising behind the yes. scenes, you, you are Oscar Pistorius. I mean, we, that's, that's what it is. Well, you, 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 Yes and no, Ashraf. Um, we're not the defense lawyers. We don't judge anybody. We have to merely facilitate the messages through. So when the media asks the questions, we get the replies either from the legal team or from the family, and we facilitate. So we, we are facilitators of reading the messages through. That's what we're doing. At no stage have we ever made a personal opinion on anything. Mm. That would be remiss of what our responsibility is. We don't speak Although you speak on behalf of the family, you always quote Arnold Pistorius. Mm, mm, um, mm, you mm. don't say, oh, Janine Hill says so-and-so. That would, be, that would be reckless, absolutely reckless as a reputation management company. So, so then what, what have you done? I mean, give us an insight in, into what you've done in the, last, in the last week and a half or two, in terms of the plan. Lack of sleep. Mm. Um, the, the team, I have to compliment the team. Um, from Shivana Mushwana, Mulligan Pierce, Lunas Johnson. I mean, Lunas was in the courtrooms every single day mm-hmm. dealing with, you know, the 180 to 300 top media that were there with the family. Um, it, it's about getting them to, to, to certainly, when they walked into the courtroom, to be together. Um, they all were going in there, um, but they didn't know how to act, how to behave. Um, they it's almost like royalty, and, and, and I'm being flippant about it, you know, to mm-hmm. say there's a... It's an occasion. Every day of the courtroom is an occasion. Well, you've got 300 media, got cameras yeah. staring at you, yeah. and, 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 and that's all I warned them. I said, just please, if you wouldn't mind, because we're dealing with the situation that we have, and we're dealing with an accident that's happened, the bottom line is, you, at no stage, at no stage can you smile, because mm-hmm. you will be caught on camera. And they were so acutely aware of it, um, and they were so sensitive to being respectful as a family to Oscar as well. Mm-hmm. They all wanted to be there to support him, um, the one thing I said, when that bail hearing announcement comes out, whatever it might be, please, please, 
know in your hearts, you, you, you're pleased about it, but remember, we no one's pleased about the situation. Mm-hmm. Please, no outbursts. And unfortunately, we had a gentleman at the back of we the room. So who was that? We know who it is. It was not family. <laughs> let's, not main, let's not name and shame. That person shouted out, and we really, the family cringed because that was disrespectful to the Stenkam family. That's fascinating. I'll pick out uh, some SMSs, 3471, 3471. If you want to call in, I probably can take one or two quick calls. Um, uh, 0891042070891042070. Someone said what a crazy program to present on a family day to extol the virtues of a lying campaigns by business to improve its image and sell dubious products from Ivan. Now, isn't that typical? How people, how people perceive it. And that's why I said you are Oscar Pistorius. It's almost like by taking on the job representing someone who yeah. could well be convicted of murder, sure. right? Uh, and I say could well be. The perception is that you're, you're completely side with them, that you're, you're there to look after them and their interests only. So, I mean, uh, is, isn't that the case? It's absolutely not the case. I think, you know, um, I mean, I've had family members, I've had people close to me question my ethics of how, and, and, and you know, I think one has to, it, when, whilst you're doing a job, you still have to make sure you have your, your very clear lines of integrity and morals in place. And, and I'm very comfortable who I am and what our company has always stood for. Um, to truth, honesty and integrity. And, and where I was always brought up, Ashav, is thou shalt not judge. And at this stage, we were called in, a family needed assistance because of this global icon. This wasn't just you or I. This was a global icon. Mm-hmm. So the sheer volume, and I think for the community out there, they don't really know how big this guy was. Um, the sheer interest from the media. Do you know, Ashraf, between 300 to 500 interviews a day had to be done? Not by choice, but you know yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't give the media what they need, they will conjure up the sensationalism. And you saw that in the first four days. As soon as we stepped in on the Tuesday and started giving answers and started giving direction, we saw the media shift. How, how many are you getting now? At, at, it's, it's slowed down. I'm getting about 12, 15 a day at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it's slowed down since oh, well, we thought on Friday night it was going to slow down until the, the bail hearing announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, it, it, each day it changes. And then, and then come trial time, it's, it's another whole it's story. Going to be, we've been warned. We've been warned by media, both globally and internationally, right. that if you've never seen paparazzi, I mean, they hide motorbikes. To okay, which is something we, we don't even we know. We don't know yeah. this about the Well, I mean, I have to say one thing. At the time when, when Oscar then was released on bail, yes. and sort of driving home or to the uncle's place, and, and I think I watched it probably on E News or whatever, that was the closest I could see to the Lady Diana story. It, uh, you know that that's Did you feel the same I way? Felt, I, I see goose flesh when you talk to me because I felt the sadness at that moment. You have never, Ashraf, you have never seen anything like it in your life. The, the sheer volume. And each media house got a different question, with a different angle, with a different idea, and you have to treat them with the respect that's due. And if you don't, they will come for you. And so it's a question that, were you, as, as, as Vuma, were you prepared for that? Did you know that was going to happen? Uh, and, and, and if not, why not? I, because I, that should be your job to understand that well, I was just Oscar is certainly not some you know, backwater athlete or whatever, right? Exactly. So we, we sat with uh, Piet van Sale that evening as well, who mm. is his manager. We mm. had a very good understanding of who he is, as well as the UK um, agency that had worked with him for the last three years. So that night was a very important debriefing evening. So we had a very good understanding. What we then needed to do was put a plan of action, which was the website, to get the message up mm. quite mm. quickly. We then needed to make sure that we, we committed to the media to get our daily messages. And if we didn't commit to that, 
we wouldn't be able to cope with the, the sheer volume of calls coming through. So you had to put some kind of control mechanisms mm-hmm. in place to be able to give them the correct information. And then when we got some of the, especially the, 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 the American media, because the interest is generally split between 25% American, 25% UK, and then spread about 15% South Africa and the, and the rest of the world, even right across to China. I mean, from Samoa, yeah, well, islands, mm. you, 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 you look at the requests and you say, where is this place? Yeah, they wow. want to know. And then what was, was, what was very important is when the, they were reporting factually incorrect information. Remember that uh, the City Press um, sensationalist front page article? About with about the, the cricket bat? Yes. Now, that, that was incredibly damaging from a media point of view. We, we had to get those facts up. And that was sensationalism. So our role really was to limit the sensationalism from the media and factualize the information and get it through to the media. So, so, what that, so as it stands, what do you have? You have a daily briefing? Yes, no? No, no. We have the, the website that is live and we, we update it as and when. But for the first two weeks, we had a daily update message. And then we would, we would actually answer every single email from the media. We would take every single call and give them updates on what was going on. And when, and when we did the media monitoring and the social media monitoring, we didn't engage with social media. We made that strategic decision. Because you, okay, it, just repeat it. You yeah. did not engage no. social media. It so was, it was so a if I made a comment or anybody else did, or, and especially the guy sitting in the courtroom, and we know there's been four or five of them yes. extensively, you would not answer to them directly. For this specific one, and we're, because we came in four days later, mm. it, had already, it had already run its, its, its reckless route, and it was already very callous. Mm-hmm. Um, and we felt that going in at that stage would be very reckless. Um, and I still believe to this day was the, the right the right call. Um, we needed to almost use traditional media plus the website as well as monitoring the global media and correcting their incorrect facts. That was our main key. Okay, but that's So yeah. why not go the social media? Even though, because I mean, you also got on yeah. board with, with the Oscar family four days late. So why yes. would you then go traditional four days late but not social media four days late? We were monitoring social media and so it gave us a very good insight as to what the media was saying, what the local community was saying. But it's such an emotive issue. You know, mm. Ashraf, it, it is a, someone has lost their life. How emotional can you be with that? So people will rent, people will verbalize things, and to start engaging, we felt at that stage it was a strategic decision between the UK team, the family, and ourselves not to at this stage. At a later stage, if they choose to do that, no problem at all. But for this specific, it was too much to handle too quickly, and we felt right now we didn't want to engage. All right, so... That website that you do the, the posting on, what is it yeah. called? OscarPistorius.com. As simple as that, right? Yeah. OscarPistorius. Now, in terms of the type of requests you've had, how, how then do you decide? Because up to now, you're, you, know, you guys have been the face and there's been a slight change. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. How then do you decide if there's 500 email requests? That you, I mean, you can email all 500. That's fine, right? But if there are requests to say, we need to speak to you on camera or do a radio interview with you. That's electronic media. That's different. How, how do you make the decision? We did every single one of them. We did handled you? every single so one of them. So if Radio Samoa decided they had a camera in South Africa... We would do it. And you would talk to them. Yeah. And, and we needed to do that because if they didn't do it, you know, you're a media man yourself. Mm-hmm. If they don't do it and you don't give them the facts and you don't give them the information they require, they will go elsewhere. And they will create stories and fantasize about what they think has happened. And that's what we've been doing is really risk management around the messaging. Mm. Are, 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 are there were there certain media that you felt you had to give them you had to call them in advance almost preempt because they were that significant in terms of their global reach uh, in the South African 
uh, electronic media, understandably, but then, you know, abroad, the CNNs of the world, Al Jazeera, possibly. I mean, those are pretty obvious ones. The calls, right? I mean, there have been some pretty film, famous, well-known people really, really requesting and motivating for interviews. And though we have kept those people. We've kept mm. the pile. Um, in fact, we've got about 450 requests that have been bound in a request file. And when the time and should the time ever arise, those will be addressed. But it, you have to treat... They don't sometimes realize the sensitivity when they're sitting in the States of what we're experiencing as South Africans. This is one of our South African heroes that has done something that we can't quite relate to at this stage. And also, we've lost someone that's, that was really starting to, you know, enter into a market as a celebrity, positioning herself. It's somebody that was loved by a lot of people. How do you, how do you get that into the Americans' mindset? Mm-hmm. And I had to make that very clear. Every one of us that did the interviews, guys, we'd love to do the interviews. It's not appropriate. This is not a PR exercise. Please know that. There has been an accident right now, and someone has lost their life. So those guys, we had to try and sensitize them to the issues. We've got them. We haven't, we haven't um, fav- given even favoritism to any of the media. But what we did do, though, is we realized very quickly on the second day we had to get media interviews out to the world. Mm-hmm. And so we, we, we sat chatting with ECNA. They came up with a, a solution for us very quickly. And then within 24 hours, Yusuf and Lynn, Connor, Lynn O'Connor from um, Eyewitness News phoned us and mm-hmm. said, listen, how we can help you as well. Because what we needed to do is do a recording of the uncle, who is uh, uh, um, uh, Arnold Pistorius, mm-hmm. get that video out to AFP and to Reuters worldwide mm-hmm. so that you gave the media interviews. If you didn't give them an, an interview, they would be coming so out. So they would take a, a, a planned video interview that could be done by one TV house, but that was sort of syndicated across exactly. the world. We syndicated anyway. right across. And then what we realized that AFP, well, not all the guys were picking up on AFP and, and, and Reuters. Right. So we had to go at, um, AWN. And what we did is we gave them our media list and they helped us distribute it all free of charge. So the media really played an incredible part from limiting the damage in this country because it is our country. And if we didn't limit that damage, it would have got far worse than it currently is. So, okay, that, uh, just to remind people, we've got about another five minutes to go chatting to, we probably could talk for an hour, I can tell you. Janine Hill's with me, the CEO of Vuma Reputation Management. And now you have to say the company that uh, manages the reputation of Oscar Pistorius. Never said that before, but it's a strange thing. It does sound like that. So how... If, if we're looking at international media, let's take Time magazine, when they had that front uh, cover spread about with Oscar Pistorius and sort of talking about South Africa as this violent country. Do you get involved in that? No, we don't. If it's South Africa alone, yeah. that's one thing. But they've got your man on the cover. Well, I happened to bump into Susie the other night, mm-hmm. who, who actually owns the rights for it in South Africa. And um, she's waiting for the stats mm-hmm. on, this, on where it's sold out. Apparently, it's gone into four covers around the world. We had no, um, that no, 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 no one contacted us. What I do question, though, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry, and, and I haven't met with, the, I think it's, uh, what's his name, Alex Perry, who mm-hmm. I saw him yesterday very briefly on TV. I did question, I did say to Susie, those stats, I'm sorry, I, I do question those stats. I'm not a statistician, and maybe that's something that we can pick up mm. on that research. I am questioning that research. To tell me that, that, that a certain number of black people have not um, come up and improved their well-being, we know that through the LSMs there has been an improvement. Absolutely. And those stats clearly show that there aren't. I'm so sorry, but there are questionable things in that particular article. The bottom line is the media needed to sell mm. that magazine. So, so you didn't take them on on that. Why not? You know, you must choose. You must choose your battles at times. Um, is that because you can't fight them? No, I think you. Men? No, I think you know. At times, you have to also respect that the media's got a job to do. I think the media world itself is going through a very tough time. And there's no doubt um, that a lot of media houses have sold out their magazines, sold out the newspapers, 
in a tough time that the media industry is going mm. through. Mm. And sadly, um, it's because right now there's a story That's to be told. Business. Yeah, it is. Okay, let, let's talk about the, the Hank Pistorius outburst. I tell you. How did you respond to that? Well, first of all, I was done my f- with my family, as you know. Mm. Um, we didn't expect anything this next week. In fact, um, the team was starting, to, you know, we were starting the handover process. The family had already started the Friday before. And when we got it, I, I'm not, I, I choked. Um, it's, it's not the kind of comment, comments that you, that I would have expected, to be honest with you, from the family. And it certainly was not the family. It was one individual in the family. Yes, it is Oscar's father. Um, he's, he, I don't, I think he's an angry father right at the moment. He's upset that his son's in the situation that he's in. I haven't met him, to be honest. So, to talk so, so he's not been part of that original discussion? He certainly discussion. has not been in any of the meetings. So why, why not? When he's that close, biologically? You know, you know, this is where I said to you earlier, there's a difference between a personal issue and a family issue and dealing with a corporate. And sometimes, Ashraf, when you're dealing with this particular issue, I know my place. My team knows their place. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not our right to dig into family's history, and I don't think it would be appropriate. So, I mean, okay, this is my guess. So, they've got some issues between them, which is not unusual. Many other families have it. Which right? family doesn't? Fine, okay. You know? But could it not be, let's say, from your side, from, from Boomer Reputation Manager, say, hold it, whatever your issues are, you've got a far bigger issue now. There's your son who was standing trial for murder, right? Thank you for that. Uh, you know, we so did it. You've right. got to get dad on board. So he's got to buy into this thing. So we, you did that. We, 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 we obviously certainly met on the first night and the second, because every week we had a meeting. Um, we checked where are the loose cannons or where are the things that could go wrong. And that's why you've got to keep watching mm. the nuances around you. When we realized what was happening, when that hit us on the Tuesday, we straight away went through to Arnold. He got a hold of Hank immediately and said, we're issuing a statement. And, and, and the fact that the family kicked in so quickly was... They were distancing themselves from the statement with immediate effect. Um, we then sent it straight on to Keith Causa to the ANC and said we are distancing ourselves. They, within 15 minutes, the ANC issued a, a statement on their website. They were phenomenal, in fact, mm-hmm. very efficient. Mm-hmm. And, and Jackson and Tembu, uh, you know, said thank you, we accept that. And that was a very important strategic stakeholder move that we needed to make. And, and as Arnold would say, you know, Mr. Pistorius himself, he will say he's, he's got it's a large family. Ashraf, it's his seven brothers. He's one of the seven brothers. Yeah, you know what yeah. it's like in Everybody a large family. Think the same way. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Okay, but, but now as it stands, so, so where does the dad fit in? He's, he's out of all your discussions. He is out of all your discussions. But, but the Gary problem is from the outside. So I'm looking at, he's the loose cousin then. Sadly. And he's not the fifth so. cousin or the tenth cousin. He's, he's the dad. He is There's the nothing dad. stopping him saying something further. And you, and you have no control. We have no control. And neither does Oscar have any control. Sadly so. So if he says something further... He hasn't come back and said, well, they've apologized and I'm not apologizing. Has he done that? Well, he hasn't said anything. We haven't heard anything from the family. But the bottom line is the family is, 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 is working within the respect realms of working with the media. They realize right now Oscar and Reva are the most important people that they've got to focus on. And if other people, unfortunately, just spoil the story and fall, spoil the focus and upset other people around it, they're sorry about that. That's not the intention of the, of the majority of the family by no means. So it is about saying, hold a minute, right now we need to support our son. And right now Oscar needs everybody at this stage. Just a quick one, in terms of the bail hearing uh, yes. uh, or other conditions, can Oscar speak to the media? Not at this stage. Um, is that not allowed, not by you? No, he's, no, he's allowed to speak to the media. But Ashraf, uh, you know, I've met him twice. Um, he is broken. 
this guy is broken. There is no way that you can sit in a meeting and and get words out of him to explain what happened that night. Um, The lawyers would certainly not stop us from getting him to do it. It's just he is a broken broken young man he's 26 years of age and he's yes he's hit a pinnacle in his life and now something has it's literally gone from you know the Mm -hmm. hero to Mm -hmm. what on earth happened that night so he's just as distraught at each I think as as the community in South Africa is distraught he is to put him in front of the media now would be really reckless of us and we've actually suggested that right now okay we've got about a minute let's just wrap up then very quickly there's been the story of the last few days that in fact Vumar doesn't uh, manage the reputation of Oscar Pistorius any longer. Uh, just clear that up, what does it mean? Well, we came out, as I explained to you, when we came in the, on the night of the 18th. So you, you come in on the night of the 18th and everything moves so quickly um, and, and you just got to do your job. You just move in and you do your job. And in our processes, we started seeing, but, but hold on a minute, there are people in the family that can do certain things. There are people that understand social media. There's some PR people in the team. It's a large family. Mm. Um, there's some writers. There's people that work for media. So there's an opportunity to, to certainly look at how they can save costs in the family as well. So we've put the engine together. We've had the first handover meeting last Friday. This Friday we had the second meeting. And we needed to make sure that that engine was